0: To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positive slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. I probably had COVID like 74 times. I have no clue and I don't care. Everybody liked Blanche because Blanche was a pig who took it in the ass.
1: Did you smell your poop? Did you learn anything? Did you read about the dog story? What
0: the fuck is my ex-girlfriend who I despise calling me? a lot to blame on the news. It's a lot to blame on Anthony Fauci, that Italian leprechaun. Almost like
1: it never existed, but it did. So do me a favor go yourself.
0: <laughs> J Hair Positive Sarcasm.com, recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio pictures Seacoast. Find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm, Facebook.com/slash pos sarcasm, Gab Minds and Wisdom at positive sarcasm. Email me directly positive sarcasm at outlook.com, or you can go directly to my website uh, positive sarcasm.com. Click on the contact page, and also of course you can always support this podcast by going to positive slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Let's get right to it. I covered this article a long, long time ago about a lawsuit against Subway claiming that their tuna wasn't. <gasps> wasn't actually tuna but this has uh once again resurfaced and as a former employee very very young back in like 2000 it was like one of my first jobs working for subway a california judge ruled monday that a lawsuit against subway over its alleged uh artificial tuna can proceed uh judge don tiger of the u.s district court uh for northern district of california ruled that subway can be sued ...over its claims that the tuna sandwich contains 100% tuna. Uh, this is the latest development of Karen... ...2121 loose suit about the sandwich maker... ...in which they allege the tuna is not real. A previous complaint over the same issue from the, those two ca- clients... ...was dismissed last October. UCLA marine biologist Paul Barber performed tests on the sandwiches and found that they partially or wholly lack tuna as an ingredient, instead containing other fish species, animal products, or miscellaneous products aside from the tuna. Well, it's a tuna sandwich. It has other miscellaneous products. Mayonnaise, which contains oak, which contains egg yolk, uh, soybean oil, vinegar, salt, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, you have lettuce, tomato in there. And then you have bread. The bread's not made out of tuna. The bread's made out of wheat um ucla but the new york times also commissioned a test that did not detect tuna in a dna sample well it's also cooked tuna quote subway serves 100 percent tuna we are disappointed that the court felt it could couldn't dismiss the plaintiff's reckless and improper lawsuit at this stage a subway rep said in their statement however we are confident that the subway will prevail when the court has an opportunity to consider all the evidence as a result the allegations subway launched a website dedicated to proving its tuna is real. There, the restaurant disputes that the New York Times DNA test of the tuna, attributing to the results of the fact that cooked tuna doesn't necessarily have the fish's original DNA. The site makes no mention of Barber's tests. The truth is, Subway uses 100 wild-caught skipjack tuna regulated by the Food and Drug Administration. The website reads, A favorite among sub lovers, our tuna has, is and always has been 100% premium Real and high quality. A Subway representative suggested that any found any product found in its tuna that is not real could be tuna uh, result with cross contamination. That's highly possible. Remember, I worked there uh, when I was when I was a kid, like I was like 15 years old, and I actually mixed the tuna myself. And it's basically tuna and a shitload of mayonnaise. So you basically rip open this giant can of tuna, you throw it in this giant metal bowl, and then you have this giant tub of mayonnaise. But it was awesome, and you just open that thing up and just go. And you dump all that friggin' mayonnaise in there, and then you just mix it together, and then you throw it in a, in a container, and you wrap it, and you put it in the fridge. That was it. The tuna was super simple. And tuna is generally, generally inexpensive, can, like canned tuna. So it's an easy, easy go to. So, from my experience, and this granted this was over 20 years ago, my experience, it was 100% tuna. It wasn't sway. It wasn't tilapia. It wasn't pollock. It wasn't a mixed bag. It was canned tuna fish. So, this and it's a California judge. Maybe I don't know, but to me, this thing sounds like bullshit. Unless Subway has changed some of the things that they've done in the past twenty years, which is possible, and also given their recent struggles with the fact that their um, that their spokesperson was a disgusting kiddie porn advocate, that they it's hard for them for subway places to find help so they're closing down a lot of restaurants there's also a lot of competition from moe's sandwiches from jersey mike's other distributors local restaurants that they can't really find the help so subway's been struggling but their food to me has always been good they're just easy to make fun of um but i've always loved their food i mean that's an awesome go-to for me um so i'm not really sure where this is gonna go but i know subway's having a rough go of it uh, if I, I if I had to make a choice between Subway and Taco Bell, I would take Subway all day long. I could actually probably live my life on Subway. I think the only thing that really didn't look like um, it was super logistic legitimate to me was maybe like some of their chicken sandwiches. Uh, but that's about it. Everything else looked really good. Look, staring at my buddy right now, Chase. He's sleeping on the uh, sleeping on the the thingy over there. Who's a good boy? Is Chase a good boy. So. Yeah, there is that. There is a, a website that, that Subway launched to be like, "Yo, fuck you. We got real tuna." Um, here it is. Subway tuna is real tuna. That's right. The truth is, Subway uses wild-caught skipjack tuna regulated by the Food and Drug Administration. A favorite among sub lovers, our tuna is and has always been high-quality, premium, and 100% real. Okay, let me let me see here. Okay. I'm going to go through this because if they got enough balls to throw this website up and be like, yo, our shit's real, then it hap- happens to be 100% real. Normally, a person's guilty when they don't, um, they don't do stuff like this. And then apparently, they're not settling out of court. They're like, apparently going to be like, we're going to go the distance here. Um, we know there's been a lot of talk. talk on this topic, including misinformation generated in the media. There's that word again. So we created this page to set forth the facts and clarify any misunderstandings. Tuna fact check. The New York Times reported Subway premium fan favorite tuna wasn't actually tuna. The New York Times truth, not true. What actually happened is that the New York Times commissioned a test that couldn't detect tuna in their DNA sample. According to scientific experts, this is not unusual when testing cooked tuna and it when testing cooked tuna and it absolutely doesn't mean that the sample that was tested contains zero tuna. The New York Times tested chest results only showed that the type of tuna the type of DNA test by the unnamed lab wasn't a reliable way of determining whether the sample was tuna or not. If the test had confirmed the existence of protein other than tuna, questions could have been raised. However, their non-detect conclusion really just means that the test was inadequate in determining what the protein was. In other words, it was a problem th- with the test, not the tuna. Still not convinced? Check out USA Today's independent fact check of the New York Times conclusion, which found it lacked important context about the limitations of DNA testing of denatured proteins and some additional information. From food DNA testing, applied food technologies about why DNA testing isn't always conclusive in testing process tuna, given the cooking and packaging process breaks down the DNA fragments. The challenge of accurately testing process tuna DNA has been known for a while and even studied by scientists. Additionally, the reckless complaint that spurred this misinformation was rightfully dismissed by the court on October 7, 2021. The plaintiffs then filed another meritless amended complaint with mo- which mo- subway moved to dismiss on July 7, 2022. The court elected to allow the complaint to survive even when the claims are unsupportable as a matter of fact or in law. While the court's ruling is disappointing, we look forward to proving our tuna is once and for all. Our tuna is tuna once and for all. There is no question that the lawsuit is completely meritless and the evidence that will bear that out. Our position has not changed. We serve 100% real wild-caught tuna. Tuna Q&A. Has anyone ever tested Subway's tuna? Yes, we test our tuna regularly to ensure it meets Subway's stringent quality and safety requirements. And of course, we have to comply with FDA regulations but you don't have to take our word for it. Applied Food Tech is one of the only labs in the country with the ability to test broken down fish DNA, which makes it more accurate in testing processed tuna. AFT conducted more than 50 individual tests on 150 pounds of Subway tuna for Inside Edition and confirmed yellowfin and/or skipjack in every sample. Those are good tunas, bro. What requirements? Process and selling of tuna is highly regulated. Yup. Uh, FDA strict rules to follow. In addition, the import monitoring programs require complete traceability of all tuna from the time catch through processing into finished goods and required by federal law. Hmm. What are the quality control mechanism mechanisms are in place to ensure one hundred uh, percent? Fishery certificate of origin, captain's statement including boat's captain's name and verification of catch method traceability, and catch carrot. Catch certificate lists the name of the boat that caught the fish and each volume of species harvested on that ship in metric tons. Subway's tuna is also certified dolphin safe and kosher. kosher. Sign me up. The status of the lawsuit that started it, the court dismissed the plaintiff's reckless one on October 7th. They filed another one in July, uh, July, so just a few days ago. Court elected to allow the complaint to survive. Uh, there's no question that the lawsuit is completely meritless and the evidence will bear that out. Our position does not change. We serve 100% real wild caught tuna. Um, what about the allegation that Subway tuna is processed beyond recognition? Is flake tuna or contain other kinds of fish proteins? FDA regulated Subway importers use only 100% wild caught tuna from whole, round, twice cleaned skipjack tuna loins. Reclaimed meat and flake are strictly prohibited by our standards. The tuna that Subway guests enjoy <laughs> is not processed by any is not processed any differently than canned or pouched tuna found in the average supermarket. It's also important to note that the word flake can be used in different contexts when it comes to tuna, and this misunderstanding is a matter of semantics. Flaked tuna is not the same as tuna flake. Subway's tuna product is listed as flaked tuna in brine on its labels to describe the preparation of the tuna specifically the piece size and texture. It may display differently on import records where it appears to be written in shorthand. Subway specifically prohibits the use of any tuna flake, byproduct, or remnants in its tuna. Uh, what else do they got here? Sourcing, Jana's Brands and Rima Foot Group, uh, Thailand, the Philippines, and Indonesia. Suppliers facilities are only... Allowed to accept whole frozen fish, which comes from a statement with a statement from each fishing boat. Supplier facility tuna undergoes rigorous quality safety control testing. Tuna is then thawed, washed, inspected, base sorted. After washing, pre-cooking the tuna is then cut and double cleaned before being cooked and packaged for distribution. Subway franchisees receive their se- their tuna sealed in pouches. Oh, it's pouches now. Uh, quality control, and we used to get them in um cans. Made fresh for you. Made fresh. Mix the tuna. Before adding the sandwich to the line, Subway sandwich artists mix the tuna with mayonnaise, like I did. A fan favorite, real tuna. They like it with their choice of veggies, freshly made sandwich, wrap, or salad. Nice. I could totally go for a Subway sandwich right now. It is good. I have one nearby, but it's actually like closed for the summer, which okay. Um it's good. I remember baking that bread, like you'd make the yeast, the dough rise every morning, and then cooking it. Oh, <gasps> so freaking good so freaking good so i actually hope that subway prevails in this and um and know their other sandwiches were good too like their uh the turkey club was pretty good the roast beef sandwich is okay nothing to brag home, you know write home about meatball sub was good um uh, they had like a chicken club sandwich with bacon in it that was fucking delicious Uh italian bmt still a banger in my eyes um I mean, I mean, if, if you're looking for an Italian sandwich, is Subway your go-to? No, but still, it's not bad. You can load that shit right up, and it's relatively inexpensive too. If you need like a meal with a bunch of like nutrient-dense stuff in it, absolutely. Also, um, there's like the meatball sub, like I said, and they got a couple specialties. The chicken, I don't know. The chicken's a little weird. That's definitely very rib meat. A lot, a lot of rib meat. So there is that to consider um the cookies delicious by the way so and oh man i really should like what let me go to their rewards and deals let me see here let me go to let me see what they got going on right now earn rewards in your subway you crave subway. my rewards 3x tokens during your first week of membership which means earn see how it works. $1 spent equals four tokens. Every 200 tokens earns you a $2 reward to redeem on your next subway purchase plus exclusive bonus bonus off bonus Bonus offers, zero delivery fee. Buy an, a foot long, get a six inch. Uh, use promo code series. You can get catering. Um, ooh, yum, 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 yum. Yeah. I should sign up for a freaking... I should sign up for a rewards program with Subway. I mean, why not? The fucking food's delicious. I really should I really should look into that. Um, so that is one thing that's going on right now. Um, I wanted to bring that up because I've, I've discussed this several times in the past regarding uh, Subway and their lawsuits. And you know me. I'm a big fan of this website, Top Class Action Lawsuits. Uh, but I have yet to see really anything about Subway on there. Ooh, this is interesting. Check this out. This just popped up actually on... Top class action lawsuits. See, white pages, personal information, and in ads. Uh, let me see if this has anything on it here. White pages reached a settlement with residents of Illinois. Nope, I don't care about that one. This one is interesting. Facebook internet tracking litigation. $90 class action lawsuit. Facebook, known as Meta Platforms, agreed to pay $90 million to resolve claims alleging unlawful user tracking on non-Facebook websites. The settlement benefits people who were Facebook users between April of 2010 and September 26, 2011. Inclusive and visited non-Facebook websites that displayed the Facebook like button. Facebook is a social media platform used by billions. People are uh, allegedly that it tracked its user activity through the like buttons on non-Facebook websites. This button allegedly allowed Facebook to use cookies to identify a user on an external website that used the Facebook like plugin. Plaintiffs contend that even if the user didn't interact with this plugin, Facebook was able to track his or her activity across the web. Plaintiffs' complaint that in this lawsuit alleges that when, who or when Facebook session and tracking cookies link the URLs to specific persons, anonymity disappears. The complaint also asserts that Facebook can link the web browsing of more than 1 billion people to their actual identities. The Consolidated Class Action argues that users had their privacy rights violated by such conduct. And complaints include claims under the Federal Wiretap Act. Facebook does not admit to wrongdoing and denies that it violated any law, but it has, sorry, my fucking teeth, or lack thereof still, has agreed to pay $90 million to settle litigation to avoid costs and risks associated with continuing the case. Under the terms of the settlement, a 90 million dollar settlement fund will be distributed to settlement class members who submit approvement claims each authorized claim claimant will be entitled to receive an equal share of the settlement fund and uh exact payment amounts will vary depending upon the number of authorized members the larger the number the smaller the settlement blah blah blah, blah vice versa the settlement also requires facebook to sequester and delete all cookie data as pled in the complaint that was received or associated with class action members between 2010 2011 inclusive that may be used for da- 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 the deadline for exclusion and objection is september 12 2022 uh okay and submitting a claim and then final approval is scheduled for october 22nd who's eligible persons who between april 22nd 2010 and september 26 2011 inclusive were facebook users in the united states who visited non-facebook websites that is displayed the facebook like button potential reward will depend on the number of authorized claimants. Proof of purchase, this is the kicker. No proof of purchase is necessary, but settlement class members should enter all usernames or URLs for Facebook accounts that use between April 2, -2, 2010 and September 26, 2011, if possible. Entering their usernames will increase their chances, increase the chances of the settlement administrator finding their accounts if the class member cannot remember their usernames the administrator will try to find their accounts based on the other information produced in the claim forms so um nope okay so i should probably do this now before i forget so basically i'm gonna go ahead and auto fill in my information uh that is not my address anymore next numlock 56 there we go. Let's do that. Come on. So yeah, I highly recommend um signing up for this. 613341278. Email address. Oh, there's there's that one. That's for sure. Uh, did you reside? Yes. Did you have a Facebook? Yeah. Add username. Let's see. Let's see. Janice uh some, there's that one. Uh, let's see. Whoops. There's that one. Yeah. Let's uh, enter all usernames. Yeah, those are some of them. There's that one. There we go those. And then of course, I don't like linking it to that. I just want a good old-fashioned check. And I click the thingy, sign it, and off we go. Done. Fucking pay me. So, if you want to do that, go to, if you want to check out anything, go to topclassactionlawsuits.com, And then uh go through when you go th- when you do go there, instead of clicking at top investigations, go right to top settlements in the top right-hand side. Let me go ahead and open that for you. Right here, top settlements. And then you'll see a list of things like Volkswagen, Audi transmission defect. Audi definitely had some. Um, and then you can click, if you've missed any that have not cl- that have yet to close, you can click on view all settlements and it will allow you to produce uh, per- peruse anything that's currently open at this time. And there's a lot of them. So I highly recommend you do so. Um, I'm getting a, a quick dental update. I am currently, um, about a week two weeks officially from having my wisdom teeth removed uh the pain went away about a week after and i said i was able to stop using any like advil or whatever i obviously opted to not take any uh any heavy drugs um because i paid extra 200 extra 200 bucks for the expiril just so i wouldn't have to take any severe painkillers uh just some anti i just took like some anti-inflammatories which is like 200 milligrams of advil took that for like a week uh no i only took that for from Monday to Thursday, and then that was it. I was done after that. So, but the only problem I'm having right now is, well, I still have these giant holes in my head. Well, one's small and it's getting ready to close. The top ones are not an issue, but the one on my bottom, my bottom left is gigantic. And it's gonna take forever to close. So whenever you're eating, the shit gets just stuck in there. So they give you this like syringe, this curved syringe, and you have to take the water. I use warm water and then I gargle with salt and stuff. And you take that warm water and you stick the syringe in the hole and then you blast it out with warm water um and it can when you first start doing it it can get a little it can feel weird and then you can gargle and swish with salt water as l- and only swish as long as um the wound is closed and it's really like the, the clot has really strongly formed Otherwise, you could uh, blow the clot out, and then you're fucked because your root will be exposed, and you'll be like, and you'll uh, you'll want to die. I've started working, just started working out a little bit again, which is going to take some time to really get back after it. So it's going to be just normal weight, nothing full blast, nothing like anything over two hundred pounds at this time. But I looked forward to getting back to that. But I also don't want to break the clots because when you're really like pushing hard. It your your muscles your in your blood going through your body into your cheeks. it can compromise that clot or that seal and then you're in a shitload of trouble. So I don't want to break that. Sleeping is a little bit better. I'm not face fucking my pillow yet. I look forward to sleeping with my face down soon enough, but still having to deal with that. But I am healthy enough where I actually get to go out and shoot my first piece of content, which is a second shooter at a wedding, a Jewish wedding. All will imagine that. So I'll be gone literally for all day. I'll be starting my, d- my day off there at 9 o'clock uh, Saturday morning and continuing to like probably 10 o'clock at night, making sure that I get every single shot possible. But I feel healthy enough and I got enough energy. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm plenty of weeks away um, from – having my uh, wisdom teeth removed that I feel healthy I can go through the whole day without any pain so and it's a little hot up here uh in the lakes re- in the uh in in where I currently live so it's gonna be interesting but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be packing away tonight uh also I know you guys are coming some of you've been watching the market or you're trying to you're all the hoopla that's going on with gas prices and car prices and stock prices and inflation in general. And the housing market. I can tell you this right now. The housing market has kind of cooled. Hasn't really cooled off a little bit. Like it's not completely gangbusters crazy. Because eventually there's not going to be enough houses to fucking sell. But right now houses. People are still paying over. Uh, over asking. Significantly. Like uh, you know. $25,000. 50000 75000 Over cost. Over, over asking. So. I mean, and by the lakes region, like, you're you're paying a ton of money. For example, I saw a two bedroom, two bathroom, uh, like a twelve hundred square foot home in sh- in this town called Stratum, which is on the other side of the highway that leads to the ocean. And it was it's a two bedroom, two and a half bathroom, five hundred thousand dollars for a two bedroom, two and a half bath. You don't get me wrong, I'm sure it's a very nice house, and it, it would probably be great for some family, but. A half a million dollars uh with what interest rates have been have doubled i think so paying significantly more the question is when is that going to change not anytime soon these houses up here are still highly valued by a lot of people moving from many different states and new hampshire for the most part is a pretty free state So these prices, I don't see them coming down anytime soon. So if you're looking to sell, great. Uh, Rental prices up here are also absolutely, they're even worse. Rental prices are even worse because some people are not even, once they sell their house, they're not buying another house. They're just renting or leaving the area altogether. They're not even bothering. So they're going to rentals, which makes rentals way more expensive. So if you try to get a two-bedroom Uh, anywhere like 20 minutes of the seacoast you're gonna pay or anywhere even in the lakes region you're paying like you know a one bedroom is like 14 15 1600 bucks or you get a two bedroom you're already looking at between 1800 and 2200 and it's like how the how the fuck do you how do you do that it's i mean how do people do that or just trying to make their way it's it's absolutely nuts I mean, I'm very fortunate because I really, really work hard to try to uh, make it affordable for myself, but you know, I'm just one of those people that can survive with what I, with what I need. I don't need a two bedroom. I don't, I don't, I don't ever ask for much, never really did, but I'm at, i can't imagine what people are trying to do right now, I, I, but I don't, I don't want to try to imagine what they're doing. I just know that housing prices are out of control rental prices are out of control and gas is still around four for me it's about 450 a gallon because i use mid-grade not that i care i'll drive my mustang if it's ten dollars a gallon i don't give a fuck but i am noticing like still even though gas prices have dropped like i'd say what 40 50 cents you know a gallon this inflation shit and supply chain shortages it's it's not immediately changing like I went to like, there's a, house, there's a, the meat short, the meat departments look okay. They look fine. Uh, I know there was a formula issue. That was one issue that happened. And then all of a sudden there was a yogurt recall and a bunch of yogurts got pulled from the shelves. But I didn't, I didn't necessarily see that. It was when I went to the, to the pasta aisle. Cause I wanted to grab two, bo- uh, two boxes of um, pasta. Cause I wanted to actually have some pasta on a Saturday night. Uh, I felt like I earned it and I wanted to try you know chewing on something for once in my fucking life <laughs> felt like forever and I went there and half the and half the shelf was empty void and if it, it was weird um, for me it's like I, I mean I don't care it's like people you don't need to eat that you're too fucking fat as is but I, I did find it interesting that something as simple as pasta just wasn't there now, I don't think it's... I don't blame any of this shit on the war in in Ukraine. I don't. I think that's all bullshit. I think it's a fucking flat-out lie. It is. I, no, I believe it is. And there, like I've said before, that I, I and I'll state it again, inflation and supply chain shortages are not just war-related. Um, that is a lot to do also with corporate companies uh, jacking up their prices and blaming it on inflation. Or not increasing... Uh, production and they just blame it on the supply chain shortages and then they pocket the money did you know that fucking 900 million the the ceo of moderna took a 900 i believe it's the ceo took a 900 million dollar bonus he got like two billion dollars from the government and he pocketed 900 bill, 900 million of it that's fucking criminal absolutely fucking criminal I mean for him the vaccine was safe and effective that's for goddamn sure but it really does upset me uh, when I see that shit in the grocery store and just knowing that that type of situation exists Bernie Sanders was the one who actually pointed that out um, you know and I'm I totally agree with what he what he was trying to point out is like this was but then again he was a champ he was championing championing this whole vaccine stuff in the begin with and I get it, you know, we just wanted people to be healthy. But at the same time, dude, you championed this and this is the result. So what were we doing? Giving these. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's like I could dive right into it as far as like the whole vaccine distribution, us, bu- the government buying all of these uh, units of it and then pu- pushing it out for free. But it's like the CEO got 900 million. T- tells you something's fucked and it wasn't even the big one it wasn't even Pfizer it was Moderna it was the B it was the B one so um, looking at that those shelves and seeing shit missing is it gonna get worse it's like how much more farmland as far as Bill Gates gonna buy up before shit really starts disappearing like there are farmers that are supposedly like culling like 90% of their like f- of their herd remember you got to be able to feed these cows before you can feed the people so, I mean, would I freak out? Do I want to be stuck at the middle of this when it's all over with just, you know, a house full of, like, bullets and canned goods? No, I don't. But do I feel uh, it appropriate to stock up on a little extra meat whenever I see a good deal? Or a really good deal? Yeah, I do. I don't want to break the bank. But absolutely, I got a freezer full of meat. Absolutely. I don't I don't feel that's inappropriate in any way, shape, or form. Uh, before we get to q and I did want to... I don't know what's wrong with my Instagram feed, and take this for what you will, but it has not, I mean, it's not anything that, well, I don't think it's anything that I'm doing, but my Instagram's gotten a little weird. Like, normally it's like bodybuilding and cars and funny stuff, and now my exploring feed has pretty much become all, is become midgets and gay porn, and I'm not sure I'm not, I'm not sure what that, what they're trying to tell me, um, if whether or not I'm gay or if I'm into banging chicks that are under three feet tall. Like this is, for example, I don't know what, this is one of the things that popped up in my feed. Um, let me actually turn this, let me turn this up. So this is one thing that actually popped up in my feed just today. And what's your problem? What do you want? Well, a quick blowjob would be nice. Look, what we did that night at the party was just a mistake between two drunk people. Well, I'm sure your straight roommate wouldn't want to get drunk around you. You're just as much to blame. All I did is let you blow me. You did more than that. Not. Look, I like my roommate. We get along just fine. I don't want to have to look for a new one. What the fuck do you want? Well, if you give me a blowjob that I need so bad, I could probably keep my mouth shut. My roommate's right in the bathroom. Well, make it good and quick, and then I'll blow, and then blow out of here. And what's your problem? This is my feed. And this one was even worse. This one, I mean, I, I, this one came up the other day. Um, what the fuck is all, this one was even worse. This one really weirded me out.
1: Guys, we're going to have a coffee break. You know how I like it.
0: What the fuck is going on with my Instagram feed? It's... it's, Oh. Whew. No. No. I know what you're thinking. Stop it. Stop it. That is not... It's not the case. But I don't know how this popped up my feed, and it's getting pretty ridiculous. It's pretty fucking funny, but at the same time, I'm not... I'm not into that. It's just... It's really, like... I want to look at, like, Mustangs, and, like... You know, normal shit, or like Shithead Steve, or something like that. Shithead Steve is a great follow on Instagram. That one's fantastic, but that's not what I'm hoping for. I don't want to be see. I don't want to see midgets twerking, and I don't want to see buff dudes blowing each other on my Instagram feed. I, it's, I'm. Please, please, Instagram, please help me out. I really, really appreciate it. Um, We are at 33 minutes. Uh, Enough with the gay shit. Let's move on to... Oh, boy. Let's move on to some dig.com Q&A. And then we'll go ahead and close up shop for this very, very interesting week. I'm actually going to try to... If I haven't already stated this, I'm actually going to try to do a quick podcast while I'm doing time lapses over at the Vineyard for this weekend's wedding. Hopefully that... I want to get a chance to do... that, That would be a cool little Sunday leftovers or... Um, Whenever I get a chance to release that So I think that would be really really fun Uh, In the meantime you can support this podcast By going to positivesarcasm.com Slash donate any amount is appreciated Let's go ahead and do a full Q&A To close up shop this week Uh, uh, Oh Guys if you want to follow along on the screen Feel free to do so Did I deserve a write up at work For informing my coworker That chocolate milk does not come from brown cows so about two weeks ago, me and another coworker were talking. was talking about the topic of chocolate milk. And while she's one of the 10% of Americans that believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows, I admitted I, I guffawed a bit, uh, to which she took offense to. But I ended up apologizing because telling her that I thought she was a bit silly and told her that chocolate milk is actually just regular milk with chocolate syrup, to which she got defensive and said that she didn't believe me. So I asked her if she can show her if she, if I can show her proof, and that she was wrong, and she dared me to do so. So I bought regular milk and chocolate syrup from a nearby store during my lunch, mix it up, and give it to her to drink. She ended up drinking with it and just left in a huff. Apparently just told and apparently just told our shift manager that she was leaving for the day because she felt attacked by me and demands she needed a mental health day to which the shift manager didn't approve of but she left anyways so whatever but apparently this whole thing got everyone else's attention because my co-worker made up such a big scene about it uh that it apparently attracted enough attention that my store manager had personally called me to his office yesterday and tell me what happened that day i didn't know at the time but i was really offended that my poor co-worker of mine so much that she told my store manager about how she couldn't work with me anymore and that she even reported me to HR for discriminating against her beliefs. Oh, she prays to the brown cow god. And that I apparently d- caused enough mental damage that she couldn't even go back to work due to how much I humiliated her. Over chocolate milk. Well, you're a fucking idiot if you believe chocolate milk comes from chocolate cows. Uh, my store manager even wrote me up and warned me that the next time I act in such an offensive manner like that, I will be fired. I mean, I'm already quitting and, and starting a new job anyways, but I'm w- I worry about whether or not I'm actually the asshole for this and I should be more careful about my next job Uh, okay look all I know is that fucking five guys is hiring at 18 bucks an hour near where I am so free food free good food and okay money I would easily quit I mean right now it's in your favor to leave your job anyways so who gives a fuck um, you're not the asshole in this scenario were you a bit well, first of all talking to your coworkers in a corporate office or in a retail office or a restaurant or a retail setting so a corporate office retail setting or restaurant setting i probably wouldn't even talk to my coworkers. actually in a restaurant that'd be pretty cool because usually a lot of hot people work at restaurants retail i wouldn't even um but you're not you know you weren't i mean you weren't wrong technically you weren't wrong this was an actual scientific fact like Chocolate milk is made with cocoa with cocoa and syrup, and that's all that sugar doesn't come from a cow's tit. It's just, it's not chocolate cows. It's a fucking, yeah. So you were right. This person's a fucking idiot. And you know what? There's a lot of weaklings out there and you know, Maybe she should jump off a bridge. Um, anyways, moving on to the next part. Should I try to get a restraining order against the young teenage daughter against the teenage daughter I abandoned into a foster system as a young child? I was in an abusive relationship with my ex-wife. I was in an abusive relationship with my wife When I was finally able to get the help to leave safely and build a case against my ex, our child had to go into foster care. It took me years and the support of incredible people to re- rebuild my life but I'm proud to say I am recovering. Well, Good for you. I have a good job, financial security, have remarried an amazing woman and started a family. We couldn't ask for a better life. However, the child who had to go into foster care from the abusive first marriage just aged out of the system and therefore was able to find me. I'm doing much better than I thought possible back then, but a lot can still trigger me. I struggle with guilt about being abused and being made to feel that things are my fault when they aren't. This young woman has not done the work I have and is replaying patterns from years ago okay uh and is invading and and her invading my family feels like i have my abusive ex back she will not take polite or direct requests to leave us alone and shows up at our house with no warning seemingly only to talk about problems from years ago just to get a rise out of us she even told our kids who are five and nine that i am not to be trusted and to watch out for signs that i'll only abandon them she seems to blame me for, my, for the abuse my ex committed, and only scoffed when I tried to po- kindly point out that she was perpetuating the myths about men being abused. My kids are stressed about these violent and false accusations that I'll abandon them, but I can't see a way of getting rid of her short of getting a restraining order. She won't leave us alone or stop coming back, no matter how politely or angrily we tell her to can't tell if my past abuse is preventing me from recognizing that I have to take action against her. Is there a less extreme way to protect my family, or has she already brought us to the point of legal intervention? Um, well, look. If you wanted to welcome, welcome this person back into the family, that's one thing, but it would have to be on strict grounds that you can't um, be ruining the current family I have. It is tragic in I can't really I don't understand that situation understanding uh, abandonment or having to put him to foster care you did what you could and it was a tragic situation that just completely fell apart and your ex did nothing to help this kid out either so it's both of yours fault however a tragic situation should never be turned into hell so there's no reason why this person should come into this situation and be trying to wreck Something that's actually working. She cannot forgive you. She can curse you. But she can't come into this family and traumatize. You can't come here and traumatize your fucking kids. Your new kids at least. Uh, that's it. No. They, that's, that's borderline harassment. Well that is harassment actually. And at that point yes you should get a lawyer. And you should contact the police. And you should file for a restraining order. And you absolutely need to do whatever you can to protect your family. Until something can be resolved. Or just basically cut it down the middle and be like you're done don't ever come over here again you're harassing us you're making things you're what you're doing is borderline illegal so um you should you have cared for the for her yeah you should have but I can't what you did to her can't be passed on to your current kids not in any capacity they don't need to have that abandoning abandonment feel. That can't happen to them. They should be made to feel, they sh- even though the other one, the abandoned child, the foster child, wasn't necessarily loved, That's no excuse. You, there's no reason why the new kid should be made to feel abandoned. Three wrongs don't make, don't make a right. So this person absolutely needs to back off. Let's move on to the next article. Remove the uh, next question, excuse me how should i treat my son's girlfriend after she dognapped our dogs and abandoned them in the wilderness i would shoot her in the fucking head my husband and i have inherited four dogs from relatives i was out of state for a month my husband was home when two of them were dognapped driven 42 miles away and abandoned in the wilderness i suspected who had done it right away but when i heard where the dogs had been abandoned i knew without a doubt we were lucky one dog was microchipped which eventually led him back to us both were cared for by the rescue foundations until i could bring them home the person who did it is our son's girlfriend and the mother of his child. We were appalled and betr- feel betrayed and sickened. My son knew. My son admitted he knew she had done it. He showed remorse and gave a heartfelt apology. She has completely avoided us with no admission or apology. Should we press charges for stealing our dogs and abandoning them? They live on our property in a home we own and pay nothing to live. And pay nothing to live here. She and I used to be close. Now our husband no longer runs ever around. Our all trust is gone. Please advise that. Yes. Um. hmm yes well okay Kidnapped your kidnapped your dogs put them in a, in a, a compromising situation they need to be thro- uh she needs to be thrown out she needs to go whether he goes with her or not she needs to be put on notice and gone ever not allowed to come back to the premises and yes you need to press charges this shit is this behavior is unacceptable if this was me and i found that this would happen it the law would not even be included in this scenario that person would be driven out to the woods and buried. Absolutely not, there is no, I don't negotiate in this scenario. You put my dog's life on the line, it, you're over. Absolutely. There is nobody who, there's nobody at this point whose life, who I would defend my, I would, would not defend with my life chases, period. So for her to do that with, with two of your dogs and just send them out there for whatever the fucking reason is unacceptable. She needs to be arrested. She needs to be charged You need to pr- and you need to testify and she needs to get off the property and never come back. That's it. It needs to be laid down. Let's move on to the next one. That one was pretty straightforward. Was I wrong to throw out my fiance's belongings without asking? I'm a minimalist. Having too much stuff in the house just drives me crazy. I'm a successful interior decorator with a social media following. My fiance Mervin is a pack rat. He's an artist and an art teacher and collects things for his art. This was fine when he was able to keep it in his studio. But we have downsized to save for a home purchase next year. Home is also necessarily where I shoot a lot of my videos for work and social media. So most of his things like old sketchbooks and decorative items are in the storage area. In preparation for the move, I began throwing out or donating some things. His mismatched dishes, jars, seed pods, bottle caps, so on and so forth. When Mervyn discovered this, he was distraught. He said, I make him feel like he has no place in my life. I'm sorry I hurt him, but I don't want him to be overwhelmed with clutter. And we were always able to get, go get more rocks, maple helicopters, or beach sand. I talked to a friend about this, and she said, clutter comes with the territory of dating an artist. We wouldn't be able to be looking at a home purchase without my income, and I need a neat house to help maintain that. I love Mervyn and his creativity, but I, his belief that every bit of trash has, potential, has art potential sometimes drives me up the wall. I'm not exaggerating. If photographs, garbage on our walks, was I wrong? Should I be more tolerant? You need to apologize. You threw somebody's shit out without asking. And you voluntarily love this. You voluntarily date this person. So you have to have full communication with them. Hey, I'm going to throw out your shit. Have that argument. Have that battle. Figure it out. That's what a good relationship would be. You know, have that thought process. Have that explanation. It's like, yeah, I'm also paying the fucking bills in this new house. So... Make a decision or be more tidy. That's kind of the gist of the situation here. Um, but just to throw shit out, no, you need to you need to explain to these you need to explain to them um, this is your thought process. You can't just do it without asking. Let's move on to the next one. Can I invite my minor nieces to my baby shower, but not their mother? After many years, prayers, and medical interventions, I am pregnant. And, along with my family and friends, looking forward to a celebratory baby shower. Congratulations. My issue is whether I must invite a narcissistic sister-in-law of it seems appropriate to only invite her daughters ages 10 and 14. Over the years, my relationship with my sister-in-law has deteriorated to the point that she refuses to speak to me, and we have separate family holidays. I would never invite this person to any event but her daughters and I maintain a loving relationship. From your perspective, is it appropriate to address the invitation to my nieces only? I would really miss their presence but cannot stand the thought of their mother attending. Um Well, why does she speak with why does she not speak to you? Is it she just hates your guts or I mean would she even want to show up or I mean, if you just, but at the end of the day, it's your shower. Invite whomever you want. Really, it's your party. If it's your wedding, it's your funeral, <laughs> you decide who goes. So at the end of the day, if you don't want any, if you don't want a certain person there, then don't invite them. I don't give a fuck. If, if you guys just don't want to speak to each other, then okay, then s- stamp it in. You know, put a stamp on it and mail it in. Invite the kids. Put, I don't have a problem with it. I don't really at all. If she's pissed and still refuses to speak to you, then, well, there you go. Uh, all right, let's do one more. Ooh, this one's a good one. Are today's young adults slower intellectually than the generation before them? I own and run a small company where I have a history of difficulty getting product. My food company requires some fresh product and and, I, and some I can store. I hire young people to communicate the system to our clients. They are not the sharpest tacks in the box they're not because they are not comfortable telling clients we are having to wait for a product even though they know we know we will receive the product in the near future some of these new customer relation employees I think I want to lie them to I think I want them to lie to the clients I do not I want them to develop the verbal skills to talk to the clients they are supposed to build confidence through knowing we have we will we have always received the product How else could I stay in the business for 30 years? It seems the new young people don't understand schmoozing clients and I don't know how to explain it to them. I don't know if they are intelligent enough to understand what it means to build confidence and to trust the system. We use fresh ingredients for some things and can store other products. It upsets the employees not knowing a date as to when products will be delivered. Am I hiring employees below their skill level or does this inability to talk to clients run through a younger generation? um it's actually i think it's a mixture of both but let's keep going i hire inexperienced young people because they are not worth much when they have no work experience or verbal sophistication i teach my new employees from scratch how to talk to clients how to explain the benefit of using fresh ingredients that keep things fresh means we will not have everything all the time they look at this as lying which it's not Though many years in the business i think this concept should be common sense i should be i say if certain ingredients must be fresh that means we cannot stock up on them. The only thing I can deduce is that today's young adults are slower intellectually than the generation before them. I hate to think. I hate, but I, uh, let's see. I think this concept should common sense. Should be a certain ingredients must be fresh, it means we can't stock up The only thing I can deduce is today, I hate to think that, but I can't think of what else that could cause this inability to connect the dots these concepts are difficult not difficult to understand so you can see my concern for the future well you know it, it look i think we all say that the, the the next generation is dumber and lazier and softer but the truth is they are they are definitely softer are they softer in the brain it's it's entirely possible however also with the uh em- hiring employees right now like You have to pay a lot of money for employees because people just don't want to freaking work. So the quality of candidates that you're getting is going to be far less. So the question, so you, I mean, is it a generalization? Yeah, but there's a lot of truth to what you're thinking. But if you want good, look, a kid can still have good character. So do your best and try to shut out some coin to at least hire some better candidates. I mean, but I think that's kind of um, I think that's kind of the dilemma you're gonna have to deal with for now. But as far as lying to lying to clients or lying to customers, it's not something that is enjoyable. It's not something I like doing, and it's not that's why I don't do it. Um, I think you're hiring the wrong people. I think you need to try and hire some other people. And look, if you don't want them lying to your clients, don't fucking hire them don't and you need to lay that down be like this is never the answer we don't do this This is not how we practice here so that's what i would go with you don't you don't want your employees lying to clients you don't you don't if that's your goal we, we tell the truth here period point blank okay and that's that if they if you catch them lying to clients you need to warn them don't do this again or i'll terminate you that's it don't lie to clients uh, we are at fifty minutes. I'm going to go ahead and close up shop for this week. I'm to, Maybe I'll get a chance to do another podcast, like a quick one, uh, if uh, if I get a chance by uh, in the actual vineyard uh, early uh, Saturday morning. We'll see. Um, I'm doing. I'm getting back to the pattern. I had by the new hampshire's beautiful seacoast on the southern side with the music with the music reactions the podcast everything like that so i'm working on it and now that i got my teeth everything's out Now my teeth and now that i got my teeth ripped out in the back and they're healing i feel a lot better to just sit down here and bang out a podcast so you can find me on instagram uh wisdom facebook minds gab uh, go ahead, hit me up there, and just look for positive sarcasm. Email me directly, positive sarcasm at outlook.com, or you can contact me directly through my website, posing music for bodybuilding, um, uh, movie reviews. By the way, I saw Top Gun, uh, Top Gun Maverick. It was awesome. It was everything I wanted it to be. I saw Dune, the new Dune reboot. Um, interesting, um, but uh, not. I didn't love it. I thought it was okay. It's interesting, but that's about it. And I saw Dave Chappelle's special, which I thought was really, really good. So, uh, find me on social medias. Email me directly. Support the podcast, positive sarcasm.com, slash donate. Any amounts appreciated. And uh, I guess we'll go from there. So, in the meantime, thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I'll talk to you all in the next podcast. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.
1: The dead can't hear you The holy will is dry So when you face the truth Open your fucking eyes Never create a script fill your pockets for crying, counterfeit You love to play the thing So could not, could any you can't yourself Why you